Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit travel and magic the gathering. I'm your host, Dwight, aka DeBlanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing? Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or maybe I shouldn't quit my day job? Now, like I do each and every single episode, I'm going to bring in the young lady who's the driver, the engineer of the show. She does all the little bells and whistles for me. Let's bring in the ravishing one, ravishing Renata. How you doing there, ravishing? I'm doing good. Just a little tired today. A little tired. Okay. Tell me why you're a little tired. Uh, I've been working on some graphics for a game that we've been working on. Ooh, a game we're working on. You want to wanna let the audience in on a little something, something? Hmm. I don't know. Should we? Just give them a little taste. Give them a little taste. It's a new board game we're working on. Board game. There you go. It not only is it a board game, but it's uh, pre-Columbian. Now, for those who don't know, look up pre-Columbian. Uh, you can see my tattoos here. Uh, let me see. Like there you go. You'll, you'll get a general gist of where we're going with it. But we're we've been designing and having fun around you know around the kitchen table playing magic, but uh, designing. So ravishing. Uh, what do you think about this episode we're going to have this evening? I think we have a good episode lined up. I, I'm excited because you know, I know we both know uh, a friend of the show, the young man from the frozen tundra from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. He actually stayed with us um, during this past weekend uh, because of Magicon in Philly. Uh, we had a great time with Nikachu and uh you know, he gave us a lot of great, a lot of wisdom, insight. Uh, but just yesterday, he ended up reaching out to me, Ravishing. I don't know if you know. And he sent me this deck list. And he goes, Dwight, let me share you something. There was a pro tour player who ended up going six and four at Philadelphia at, at, at MagicCon. He ended up playing an Azorius deck. Now, check out the deck. Tell me what you think. But there's a key card in the sideboard. That nobody's talking about now mind you i went through the deck list and i was like going through and i'm like hmm, hmm and then i saw the card that he was talking about and i'm like i know the card you're talking about i me d blanco was actually i had two of them in the main deck going to philadelphia and then at the last second i was playtesting 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 and it didn't feel right to me for some reason it just didn't chill it, it as the French would say, it didn't have the je ne sais quoi, a little bit of the I don't know what. So I pulled them out, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go with the deck I know that I feel comfortable with, and I'm going to run with it. So with that being said, let's look at this Pro Tour Players Azorius deck that went 6-4 and four in Philadelphia. And here we go. We have an Azorius Spirits deck by Daniel Kristoff. Okay, I'm excited to see what this individual did they got 26 creatures okay that's wonderful four mausoleum wanderers four spectral sailor four rattle chains two selfless spirit four shacklegeist four supreme phantoms and four escape four skyclave apparition not bad then you got the spells you got three shore up four geist light snare then enchantments or shall we say auras we had four curious obsession and two staggering insight. Okay. Now the lands 21 total. You had four are dark and waste one a John Joe seat of the empire four hollowed fountains, 
two hinge gate slash mist gate pathways, one island, two muta vault, one auto water soaring city, and four sea crumb coast. Now, for me, I'm going to be quite sincere with you 21 lands. Eesh. And on top of that, to me, I call it brown lands, but they're technically color lands with muta vault. Eesh. So that means you have a total of 19 total colored lands. Tough for me. Now, sideboard. This is, this is the piece that resistance, ready? The sideboard. You have three portable hole. Excuse me if I butcher this, ready? Three scrolls, defector might. Two slip out the back, two disdainful strokes, two rest in peace, one Katilda Dawn Heart Martyr, which I like, I'm a big fan of, and then two mystical disputes. Now, Boo Crew. I'm going to ask you, when I went through this deck list, did you notice something different that usually most of us, almost all of us put in there? Ravishing, you are a magic novice. You are pretty much new to the Magic the Gathering game. You are what I like to call a magic virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I had to put you on blast there. Let's, let's pick this up. I want you to go through this deck list really quick. Take a gander and tell me what is unusual about this deck. What, what key thing surprises you the most? And think about all the decks that I've played with previously. What is unusual about this, de this deck list? Uh, taking a quick glance at it. Mm-hmm. I don't see spell queller on there. Bravo, 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 show, bravo, ravishing. I'm impressed. You know what? If we haven't taught, haven't figured out something, ravishing has now learned, starting to learn spirits. Bravo, dear. Now, with that being said, she's 100 percent right. Where the hell is Skyclave? Look, look, wait, okay. No, zero Skyclave. And what's pretty interesting is that if you look there, Mister. Skyclave apparition bypasses the this young man Daniel decided you know what eh, spell queller pretty good but nah I need Skyclave apparition pretty interesting now if you look at the spells he ended up going with three three shore up huh and then four Geislight snare you know I know we both know. We all know. Usually in here, we usually put what? Two lofty denial, usually two spell pierce. What's going on here? Where are those extra two pieces of interaction, countering interaction? Oh, that's right. He put it in the aura section, the enchantment section, where staggering insight is. Okay, this is this is pretty interesting. Four years curio session and two staggering insight. Not be smirching. No, no, no. This is what I tell you guys. And, and, and young men and young ladies, part of the boo crew, sometimes we need to look outside the box to look in and say, maybe we should change things. Now, the only thing I have criticism, and I'll be sincere with you, the only true criticism I have about the deck is the 21 lands. I don't feel comfortable there. With the deck Azorius, I usually go 22, maybe even 23. But then let's look at the sideboard. 
The Skrill of the Defector Might is a brand new card, right? We got down there for All Will Be One. It's a really unique piece, and especially at the one mana spot, why wouldn't we consider? Why wouldn't we think about it? Actually, I did, but unfortunately, I chose against it. Who knows? Maybe this weekend. I'll try it out. So, Ravishing, let's look at the first light, shall we? And here we go. We're looking at the matchup between Skyclave Apparition and Spellqueller. Why? Because that's what this young man this young man did. Ready? Skyclave reads as one generic, two white, two two core spirit. Pretty good. The only thing that's missing is the flying. That's the only complaint I have about this card. Flash, maybe, right? When Skyclave Apparition enters the battlefield, exile up to one target, non-land, non-token uh, permanent. You don't control with converted mana cost four or less. Okay. When Skyclave Apparition leaves the battlefield, the exiled owner's owner creates a XX blue illusion token where X is the converted mana cost of the exiled card. Honestly, realistically, that's only happened to me twice. So basically... It's a portable hole for more mana. It's not bad. And the fact that it's a spirit, oh, it gets the benefit. It, it does help out whom? It doesn't help out Mausoleum Wonder getting the plus? Hmm. Who else does it help? I don't know. It does help us because we have rattle chains, right? And we can play this as an instant. Hmm. Now look at Spellqueller, shall we? A generic, a white and a blue. Uh, it's a Spirit 2-3. It has Flash, which I like. It has fl I'm Flying, which I really like. Unfortunately, like I said, Skyclave, neither one. When Spellqueller enters the battlefield, exile target spell with converted mana cost four or less. Well, you know, realistically, that right now in Pioneer, we're going to see some above four. But some of the best decks right now in the format are usually four or less. When Spellcrawler leaves the battlefield, the exiled card's owner may cast a card without paying its mana cost. <sighs> I don't like that. I don't like that at all. But either they get, you know, with Ap Skyclave Apparition, they get an XX creature, which we can usually deal with, or they get to cast a spell for free. Ugh. realistically and honestly the package this individual went with was saying fine play your play your spells you can have your spells but understand one thing my friend i'm going to remove them they're going to be exiled you're not going to see them again so who does that benefit in the long term by playing the control game it benefits the skyclave apparition benefits the problem where i have with this is a control decks and especially an azorius control deck that uses what supreme verdict that's where i have a huge problem with it because there's no way to get around supreme verdict you know, honestly realistically and honestly spell queller and selfless spirit that's it no more no mas So, if your matchups 
and most of your matchups that you face, you don't expect to see Azorius control. I don't see a problem with this. Now let's keep on taking a deeper dive, shall we? And here we go. Curious Obsession and Staggering Insight. Let's read Curious Obsession. One blue, it's an aura. Uh, enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, and has whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, you may draw a card. Not bad. Let's look at Staggering Insight. Insight. One white, one blue, aura, same thing. Enchanted creature gets plus one, plus one, has lifelink. And whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw a card. So I gain life and draw a card just like Curious Obsession. You're going to go, hey, Dwight, you missed something. You missed the bottom over here. A Curious Obsession. Let's read. At the beginning of your end step, if you didn't attack with that creature this turn, sacrifice Curious Obsession. Hmm. So the question is, which one's better? To me, the... the it it's like i don't know do i like a card with turbo or do i like a card that's just non-turbo and do i really need the turbo curious obsession to me is the better card here the only reason why i say it's the better card is because i have to use less mana for what i need it for what I need this card for is card drawing. I've been saying it from the door. That's why I spoke to uh, uh, Gavin Varhey. That's why I spoke to uh, uh, Mark Rosewater. Because the fact that we spear players desperately are seeking card draw. But Staggering Insight gives us the additional card draw. And one thing that's nice, if we are falling behind dealing combat damage or yeah, receiving combat damage. The lifelink is a wonderful, wonderful plus with staggering insight. It's a wonderful thing too, because they say if I have to sit back and block, I don't lose that plus one plus one or the ability to draw a card if I have to smack my opponent in the face with the creature. So with that being said, would I put this in? But I use Staggering Insight. In this deck list, I don't see a problem with it. Because what we're trying to do is draw more and hopefully get the lands that we need to put it on the battlefield and use our mana effectively. That's where I have a problem with 21 lands. I would have gone personally in this type of setup, maybe 22 to 23. Staggering Insight. I like I'm starting I'm starting to come over on this card but I'm always going to use Curious Obsession until they give me this damn spirit that I've been begging for. Now let's look at the following slide, shall we? And here we go. Shore Up versus Loran's Escape. You know I've been talking about Loran's Escape for a while now. And you're gonna go, Dwight, why would you give a damn about Loran's Escape? We have Shore Up. Well, hell, if we're gonna use two white to sit there a two white and a generic to sit there and bring in Skyclave Apparition. Why wouldn't we just use the one white to play Lorenz Escape? Let's look at Shore Up, shall we? One blue instant target creature gets plus one, plus one. Very nice. It gains hex proof until end of turn. Very nice. Untap it. I think it's a wonderful thing. If you if you're desperately need to be on defense, block with the creature, and or someone's trying to kill your creature, and you put the hex proof on it. 
And I can see also benefits with Mausoleum Wanderer. Oh, because, oh, I do this. Oh, you're trying to target my Mausoleum Wanderer. I put the Hexer Proof on it. And now it's plus one, plus one. So from this point on, Mausoleum Wanderer is going to stay a 2-2. Two, two. So now you have to fear anytime you play an instant or sorcery, I may counter it. And you're going to have to pay the two extra more, two extra mana more if I do. That's why I'm a, a fan of Shura, but I'm a bigger fan of Loran's Escape. Loran's Escape, one white, instant, target artifact, which we don't give a damn about. Creature gain, this is what we give a damn about. Creatures gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. That's the same thing as Shore Up. But the same, you hear me saying it, scry one, scry one, scry. I, I, I don't under, I'm like, I'm going to scream it till I'm blue in the face. Scry is what we need at this particular moment. So we can get through and peel through our deck to get what we need. Because most of these other decks that we're facing right now, they're gobbling through their deck. They're just chewing through and getting their answers while we're sitting there twiddling our thumbs, wondering what we're going to get next. Not that's, that's no bueno, no good. <coughs> so. With this being said, I would have gone with Lorenzo Escape. Not be smirching the 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 pilot of this deck. So Ravishing, let's look at the next slide, shall we? Oh, look at that. Yes, we now have um Boot Crew t-shirts available at www.mtgectoplasm.com. Get your MTG Ectoplasm merch. T-shirts come in all sizes and colors for men and women. And yes, we do have coffee mugs as well. Let me just tell you, Nikachu had a, you know, drank from this coffee cup. Well, not this particular one. If you have two in the house. Now, let me just tell you, he said the coffee, not only is it Colombian, but you can taste the ectoplasm, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing, but let me just tell you, you want to get drink from this coffee cup. And don't forget, please hit that follow, like, subscribe button and share this with your friends and family. Because if you like the show, you know, I know we both know they're going to enjoy the show. So Ravishing, let's get to the next slide, shall we? And here we go. You thought I forgot about it, right? No, 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 no. I, I got to save the best for last. We got the Scrove Defector Might. Now you're going to go, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, we're talking about Pioneer, dude. This is a Pioneer deck. Why the hell do you have a Modern Horizons card right there next to a Pioneer card? Did you bump your head? Did you, woo, woo, lose your mind? Nope. Let me explain to you why. Looks like, let's look at Giver of Rune, shall we? One white, core cleric, eh, one, two. So it has a decent booty. Tap it. Another target creature you control gains protection from colorless or the color of your choice until end of, on end of turn. So it's basically uh, a weaker Mother of Rune. So the only difference is, uh, you know, Mother of Runes can protect itself, but this here gives, gives creatures protection from colorless. Not bad. Now let's look at Skrill Defector Might. One white mana, a one one. I wish it had the one two, like a tough booty, like give her runes. Legendary artifact creature, Pester Might. I say Friction Might. It has toxic. Okay, so whenever he deals combat damage to a player, they get a poison counter. Not bad. Scrove Defector Might can't be blocked. Can't block. 
Okay, that sucks. Okay, but realistically, we're not going to be blocking with this thing. In turn one, we're going to be attacking with it. Just making you aware. So they're going to go, oh, no, I got I got a toxic. I got a poison. Oh, my God. Realistically, the poison will never come in handy in the stack. But this is this is where the next block here is the key important part to this card. You can pay two or a white and tap it. Choose a color until I'm oh, sorry. Another target creature you control gains toxic one. Okay, not bad. And hexproof from that color until end of turn. Let me repeat that one more time, just in case if you missed it. And hexproof from that color until end of turn. Hmm. So you're telling me I go against Rakdos? Hmm. I, what, what am I missing here? You, you think you're going to do something to me, my friend? You're not going to do nothing. You got, hey, uh, Mr. Byrne, you, you, Mr. or Mrs. Byrne, you can think you're going to do something to me? You're not going to touch my spirits. Now, say if we come to the point where we're at the very end, we're, we, we're knocking on that door, and we're going to send them right to the pearly gates, right? Let's read the lessons. It cannot, this, this now, mind you, white and tap or pay two life and tap. It can't be blocked by creatures of that color this turn. It's unblockable. The creature itself becomes unblockable. That sure as hell ain't bad. This is the main reason why I considered putting it in my main, my main port, where if you think about it, we have Ottawara. And a Jonjo, the seed of the empire. And they get cheaper, don't they? If we have a legendary creature. Skrelv, the Defector Might, is a legendary artifact creature. This benefits. This actually benefits us. The question is, what is the right play here? Do we put it in the main? Or do we put it on the side? No, come to me for a second. We need to have a true heart and heart here. Is this card what we think it is? Could it be the potential new mother of runes that we can sit there and play? There's only one way to find out, and it's actually to play the deck and figure out what to do. <coughs> Excuse me. Let's bring up that deck list one last time, shall we? This is what I would do to change the deck, personally. Just because I want to try it the way Daniel here did. Instead of the two selfless spirits, I'm going to put two scrolls in the main. When it comes to the spells, yeah, we got the three shore up. Realistically and honestly, I'm going to Lorraine's escape, taking one of the land and putting, uh, sorry, taking one of those extra Lorraine's. Putting it into the lane so we have 22, so I feel a little bit more comfortable. 
then in the uh, in the sideboard, this is just me personally. I would change it where, since I removed the three Skrelves, I would actually put one portable hole, and then maybe two uh, spell pierce, and then take out the uh, rest in peace and put in a uh, cemetery illuminator. That's personally what I would do. Just to, that's what I, you know what ravishing. That's what I'm going to do this weekend. For those who don't know, I, I'm a nurse. I work a lot. I'm actually doing a double tomorrow. I work from seven o'clock in the morning to eleven o'clock tomorrow night. So that means magic is done for me. But Sunday, I got MTGO. What do you think, ravishing? I I think we need to put out another episode of MTGO. MTGO. You mean MTG gameplay? Yes, MTG. Okay. We're gonna we, we may put on an episode of MTG gameplay where I can play a deck very comparable to this. Now for those going, Dwight, really? You're not gonna sit there and put spell queller in? <coughs> Excuse me, let me get a sip of water here. Or a sip of yeah, who knows? But it's, it's water. Why would I put Skyclave Apparition? Why would I keep Skyclave Skyclave Apparition in here? Let's be honest here. You got Rakdos mid-range right now. Man, the cost of creatures are less than four. Then you have Gruel Vehicles, where the creatures' mana costs are usually less than four. You have White Weenie, where creatures are less than four. Now, I mean, these are tier one. And then on the verge of tier one is Angels, which most of their creatures are less than four. Shall we keep on going? Grease Fang, less than four. Red Deck Winds, less than four. Mono Black, especially now with Phyrexian Negator. For those who don't know what Phyrexian Negator does, let me read Phyrexian Negator. It's four black mana, a five-five. It's a Phyrexian Whore, Horror, sorry. He's not a Whore, but a Phyrexian Horror. Has trample whenever this creature deals combat damage or deals damage. Sorry, whenever this creature deals damage to, sorry, whenever a source deals damage to Phyrexian Obliterator, that source controller sacrifices that many permanents. So, say if you have a 3 3 spirit and you deal, deal damage to it, you have to give up three permanents. <sighs> you know what, ladies and gentlemen. That's awful. You know what that gets? That's awful. And you're telling me Skyclave Apparition wouldn't be good for that? Just saying. Just saying. Just you tell me. You re reach out to me at MTG Ectoplasm, okay? At gmail.com. Or if not, MTG Ectoplasm on Twitter. You let me know. Hell, do me a favor. Where you're watching this, put it in the comments. A am I wrong in thinking? Because guess what? That mono black deck, I see it as an up-and-coming deck. This is an up-and-coming rising deck. And especially with Phyrexian Obliterator, that's that that's woo, that that's fearful. I'm fearful of that. But fortunately, thanks to Skyclave Apparition and the fact that I can work around it and use portable hole on its other creatures, man, I'm not gonna say it's gonna be an easy victory, but I'm gonna tell you one thing. Uh don't really have to worry about too much, shall we? Same. The only thing I'm going to be really missing while testing out this deck is the fact that Spellcrawler does give me flash and it gives me flying. Well, unfortunately, 
Skyclave Apparition, on the other hand, is on the floor. But it does remove a creature, it does exile it, and I don't have to worry about it. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's bullshit. Thank <laughs> you.